Nerds International proudly presents. This is a bonus content, and as such, it won't affect the scheduling of the regular Tabletop Twats episodes. So, please sit back and enjoy. So, today I'm going to be talking about something very serious, um, which is depression. And we're going to be talking about how RPGs can help with depression. I say we, it's just going to be me. And basically, all I'm going to be doing is reading out some responses from people who have shared their tales about how RPGs and playing RPGs has uh, helped them with uh, with depression and being depressed. Um, I've wanted to do this episode for a very long time. I guess the only reason that I didn't do it sooner is because I thought nobody would respond um, if I asked them to share because often it's a very sore subject and it's something that is that can be hard to open up about and as a result I, I just thought that if I asked that nobody would, would um, be willing to come forward. But everyone has been amazing and we received a lot of emails and a lot of responses on Reddit and as a result we're going to... Um, go through those now and and just read them out and see how RPGs have helped you guys with depression and so let's get into it a few years back a friend of mine got a Saturday afternoon game going with a few people one of them was going through some really tough times with a divorce from a deadbeat husband and medical issues with herself and another family member he chose the players for this game carefully making sure to pick people who had either gone through this kind of situations or knew of people who had helped others with depression. It ran two Saturdays a month and for about five months and turned out to be one of the most fun games I've ever played. I'd say RPGs can definitely help with depression as well as other issues and social phobias. Honestly, the part about inhabiting another persona is where it comes in for me. I've had a lot of self-loathing issues. RPGs allow me to be someone else for a few hours a week. Even in between games, I get to think about what that character might do, how they might interact with others. It gives me a break from thinking about the things I need to do. Plus, my team in an RPG can handle massive challenges. Me in real life feels much less capable. It actually helps that I'm still limited by my own sense of logic as the persona. Someone who isn't me who lived a different life but thinks a bit like me, but can save space stations and defeat dragons. I'm a graduate student, and for how often my research takes too long, or doesn't amount to anything, or I feel like I'm not accomplishing enough, each session is a creative and intellectual outlet where I get immediate feedback and satisfaction. At this point, tabletop roleplaying is legitimately one of the strongest things keeping me going. Honestly, I feel like the various games I run slash play are all that's keeping me from spiralling into a nasty depression. I can feel the precipice when my sessions get delayed or cancelled for longer than a week. It's a widening gulf right at the back of my mind waiting behind my heels, and I can feel it even if I never turn to see it. The last few years haven't been pleasant on a personal level. Troubles with various SOs, parents with cancer, shitty job, etc. It's endlessly helpful to have somewhere to escape to for a few hours, at a time with people I care about. My friends who play RPGs with me probably don't know it, but they're helping me survive right now. It feels like a little bit of structured fun most weeks lets me build outward to keep things from falling apart. It gives you something to focus on that's purely for pleasure. 
I don't think RPGs necessarily hold any particular magic, other than a bunch of good factors put together in one activity. As I said, purely for pleasure. And it's a social game, so a person is not merely doing something just for pleasure, but also doing it with other people, instead of in an isolated fashion. There has been a time where there was so much responsibility placed on me and some bad things going on, that the Sunday game was a pure escape and a relief from life for a while. And the relief was necessary, and it served that necessity well until I got things back on track. My fiance skipped out on our relationship back in May, and I've been reeling about it for weeks. My life has felt muted and worthless. It's been hard for me to want to go out and socialise with people. On the weekend when I was supposed to get married earlier this month, I forced myself to go to a local gaming convention on my own to get out of the house and re-engage with my favourite hobby, tabletop RPGs. I felt more like myself that weekend than I have in some time. The only thing that people expected from me was to have an understanding of the rules and a willingness to engage in collective storytelling. I didn't have to share my heartbreak, anxiety or fear for the future. I just needed to be a badass wizard and a competent CIA agent in D&D and Delta Green. I was able to make people laugh through my character's actions and help solve puzzles to thwart evil. As weird as it sounds, I felt hopeful about rebuilding my life for the first time in months. People accepted me at the gaming table. Maybe, just maybe, they'd accept me away from it. While depression is a tricky thing, through a combination of therapy and RPGs, I'm beginning to feel better. I'm playing more games and meeting new people. RPGs have been a lifeline. It's not so much how role-playing helped me, but how role-playing helped me to help myself. Especially this community, the Reddit RPG community. More than any other RPG community I've ever belonged to, it's shown its readiness to help people who needed help. Sure, there are snarky arseholes, sometimes I'm one of them. But generally, if people ask for help, they will get help. I've posted in the past about feeling like my games aren't going anywhere, or how I feel like I'm a personal failure for being unprepared for how the game unfolds, or, as sometimes happens, collapses around me. The last time I did that, I received a couple of personal messages from people offering me help. No questions asked. If I wanted to talk about my depression, it's taken me years to surround myself with a role-playing group that is patient, with my sometimes bleak outlook. I'm not often these days in the frame of mind to say, fuck you guys. Instead, my depression takes the form of a wishy-washy commitment to the session. The slightest ding to my confidence makes me want to cancel. I'm better able to recognise my shittiness because I have people around me who are patient and supportive. Anyway, I hope this makes sense. It's a bit rambly. Sorry. I was started role-playing while I was still in school, and going through one of the worst bullying experiences I had. That week, through hell in school, was the same week I started role-playing. We played Star Wars D20, and for the first time in a long time, I forgot school existed, and simply had fun with a bunch of soon-to-be friends. So yeah, in a way, role-playing dug me out of the hole I had slowly been falling into. The memories of those afternoons playing with my friends soon replaced the bad times in class. I can't thank my friends enough for introducing me to the hobby. They haven't helped directly, but scheduling games and looking forward to them helps indirectly. Also, having a social network makes the depression easier to deal with. It gets worse in the winter and game time tends to give me a creative outlet for my energies. 
For me, it's the practice of world building and escaping real life with a fictional world that helps me. It gives me a way to express creativity and positive feelings, even though life is sometimes hard. Definitely focus on other topics of benefits that RPGs can have as well if you do a long-running podcast. Just depression I feel can only last so long, but I'm really happy you're going to do this. Smiley face. It'll for sure benefit and encourage many people in need. Yeah, thanks for the tip. Um, hopefully we will focus on other topics as well. Um, if you're listening to this anonymous user, um, there was a really cool podcast we did over on The Wild Die where we spoke to a guy called Paris Conte who runs a program where he helps people with um, learning difficulties and things like this and anxiety and stuff like that by using RPGs. I will include a link in the description. I would suggest you go and listen to that as well because he included quite a lot of really cool tips in there for people that are struggling with all sorts of stuff. So uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. So I'm transgender and the ability to roleplay a character of my true gender gave me a safe outlet to experiment when even I didn't understand who I was. It gave me back a measure of control over my life. I couldn't control my mother's cancer or her homelessness. I couldn't control the various abusive relationships in my family's life, nor the bad job and stressful financial situation I was in, but I was able to control my character, what they were and what they were doing. That control meant everything. In this next correspondence, this was sent via an email, so the user addresses us directly. I think I've heard you mention that you're an anti-capitalist. Me too, dude. My whole life I've been surrounded by people who have dreams they can't realise because they're not considered valuable by society. The skills and talents these people can contribute to the world just happen to be things the world doesn't care about, and that's a huge source of frustration to me. RPGs are a comfort for me for a lot of reasons, but one of the main reasons is an escape from this deeply disappointing world. When we sit around the table, my friends get to put their disappointment on the shelf for a little while. They're not down on their luck or out of work, they're heroes. They're not scrimping for the next microtransaction or DLC, they're exercising their imaginations without consideration for how much it's going to cost them. RPGs can be expensive, sure, but they don't have to be. That's important. I think about how professional game designers say things like, the quickest way to make a million in RPGs is to start with two million, then make a game. Or, if you want to be a full-time game creator, then you need to have a partner who can support you. It's not possible to do it alone. Those sentences are hard work for a lot of people to hear, but to me they're a glimpse of a better way of doing things. Game creators do their work because they love it, not because it will make them rich. I wish more people did the same. Sometimes I can escape and be the character for a while, but sometimes my depression means I'm not in the mood to play the RPGs that I play. One of the best parts about it is spending time with my friends, and we do have some great adventures and I have some great memories. I hate myself for not using my creativity and GM more as well, but it also seems that people aren't interested at times. I used to have a passion for a lot of things and used to write as well, but I've lost myself over time and have to pretend I haven't. So sometimes, it helps me not to be depressed for a few hours. 
but it makes me think I could do so much more, like the friends I RPG with and my often excellent GM. It's a complicated situation, but overall, I totally love RPGs. The GMing bit here is what helps for me. I can call out of or leave work early because I'm burnt, but I hate to let my players down. So I sit down and I cook something up, then I run it. Provides me some sense of satisfaction, which my career does not. Okay, I'll keep this as short as possible. So just over a year ago, I started to notice that things weren't quite right for me. The long and the short of it is that I was going through a depression and had quite horrible anxiety. Now I was always the first person to say that kind of stuff was bullshit and just needed to work through it, so actually going to get help was a bit of a struggle. And then he uh, mentions two creative things that he stopped doing which I'm going to leave out for anonymity's sake. My mind just wasn't right and I kept coming up with every reason why and they just weren't right or I wasn't right for them. The one thing that I did that kept my head in check was gaming. I tried to game as often as possible. It allowed me to put my head into another place and just stay there. I didn't have to worry about anything else at the time other than what was going on in that game. It actually seemed to make me feel better and forget about the world around me. It really did help a lot. Being able to live in another life while yours sucks is a great escape. But I will say in closing, gaming doesn't replace the medication or the help of a professional. It's a temporary fix. Get the help you need and for fuck's sake don't do what I did and just stop the meds because you feel as if you're doing just fine now without them. I made a lot more bad choices when I did that and remember, while gaming helps you for the time being, the game has to stop sometime and you have to go back to the real world. So, uh, that was all of the uh, all the correspondence that we received. Um, really great, actually. Really, really brilliant. Um, I feel as if there was a good mixed mixed bag in there, because there were certain people that were um, on one side of the spectrum where they were like, you know, uh, yeah, help me in this small way because I, I meet up with my friends. And, you know, that's perfectly valid. You know, of course it does. Of course playing RPGs helps you um, because you're meeting up with a bunch of friends. I mean that's that's always going to be helpful. That's helpful even if even if you don't um, suffer in any way. Even if you're the happiest bloke on the planet, you know you, it's it's always going to do you some good meeting up with your friends, or, or you're going to do them some good, you know. So meet up with your friends. I think that's a moral of today, definitely uh, among others. Um, but in addition to that, I think there's a lot of people that have been through some pretty dark times and and got through the other end because of uh, because of this hobby. And I think um, ultimately. There's a lot of facets to this hobby, and one of them is well, one of the main ones, obviously, is creativity. And I think that that creativity is is something that is always going to be useful when it comes to dealing with dark, nasty shit. Clearly, and um, I, I I genuinely think that. And so, if it's okay with you, listeners, I would like to share a time when it's helped me also. Um, so 
a little while back I was working in a in a pretty crappy job that I, I hated and um, you know there's there's a lot of people that, that, that were are in similar situations so yes I'm, I'm fully aware that I'm a bit of a wimp but nonetheless um in this job they treated me pretty badly and um, and that's that's again that's nothing new but um, my wife suffers from cystic fibrosis and this is a, um, a, a, a disease so essentially a lot of the time uh, I, I have to care for her and look after her and that's obviously you know I'm not moaning about that that I'm happy to do it I love doing it but um, this particular job wouldn't let me leave a lot of the time and I wouldn't get paid if if I was um, if I was to leave and go home or they just wouldn't let me leave and go home when she was particularly ill and needed me like really needed me and that meant that I'd spend long hours because this was a long shift job right I would spend long hours at work and I would spend those long hours just fucking miserable because my manager would treat me like a cunt and he would make me sit in my job not able to go home to my wife who really genuinely needed me right and that would make me feel as if I was a shitty husband and a shitty person because I would just be sitting at work not able to do shit and then uh, you know how, how does that make me look to you know my my wife's family how does that make me look to, to other people that I can't even get home and provide for my wife do you know what I mean? It's shitty. It really sucks. So I would sit there long hours being fucking miserable. And I just needed something to distract me. I, I needed anything, right? So what I did is I, I, I was listening to um, uh, the Spoonie Experiment, who who back in the day was was a bit of a genius. You know, he's a he's a guy who, who suffers from depression himself. And he, he used to um, uh, recount these tales um, about his RPG experiences. And I remember thinking at the time that I really wanted to get back into to role playing. You know, I hadn't done for a while, and I, and and I was listening to all these tales, and I was like, yeah, but I don't think any of my friends would like a D and D type game. Although that was what I wanted to play, I don't think that any of them would like that. And then he was talking about Call of Cthulhu, and I was like, actually, yeah, I think I think this would be the one. So. I went on Amazon and I found it for thirteen pounds, and I was like, "Yes, this is the one, Call of Cthulhu," because um, it, it was thirteen pounds, and and it was awesome. And my, I knew my friends would be into this because it's a different type of setting; it's a nice, easy system to get into. So I bought that, and I spent many hours at work. You know, I get treated like shit. I'm not going to put my full heart into that job, you know. So I spent many hours at work reading that book instead when I could be wallowing you know that I'm not at home caring for my wife and I have to earn money to put a fucking roof over my fucking head you know and stuff like this which obviously everyone has to do but it's kind of annoying that I'm there instead of at home caring for my wife so I spent many hours reading that book instead of um instead of uh, instead of working <laughs> and uh yeah and once I'd read the book, I started organising um, for the for the guys to meet up once a week and play a game. So for four hours, and then and then we would um, I would draw maps at work as well. So when I was on the phone to customers, you know, um, uh, and and doing that, I would be absentmindedly drawing drawing maps. And then when instead of wallowing and being sad, I would draw maps. I would draw up item lists of what what shops are where, and I would. Um, draw up NPCs and, and things like this and I would create this whole fucking world and I made a whole campaign instead of being depressed and wallowing I had something to take my mind off it and then when I got home I could be the best me that I was instead of getting home and being like oh my god I'm so sorry oh my god I'm so sorry and being fucking sad about it I converted it into something worthwhile I guess I, I don't know if it's worthwhile <laughs> it was a game about scary monsters but Nonetheless, 
at least I wasn't just sitting there being miserable. And at least when I got home, I could be worthwhile, you know? Uh, and I, I felt like it was something decent. And I felt like that, that Call of Cthulhu helped me through a pretty horrible time. So, yeah, that was how an RPG helped me get through something. And I, I to this day, Call of Cthulhu and that particular session will always have a special place in my heart because... Uh, yeah, that made that job a lot more fucking bearable, being treated like an idiot and not being allowed to go home to care for my wife. So yeah, cheers, Chaosium. But that brings us to the end of this podcast. So I just want to thank everyone that sent correspondence in and I really appreciate you guys sharing this stuff because I know it can be hard and I know that it's a very sensitive subject and I know it's difficult to open up. So I really, really appreciate um, anyone that did that. Um, one of the great things about this community and about RPGs in general is how um, how open and uh, how caring everyone is and how welcoming everyone is so i want to let everyone know that even though um i am a moron and my co-hosts are morons that we uh that our door is always open metaphorically it's not a real door okay all right got it good so tabletoptwats at gmail.com if you ever feel like sharing anything or ever feel like you want somebody to talk to we are genuinely here and I mean that right it's not in like a shitty way where we're just trying to sound good for a podcast I do actually mean it um, because we've been through shit we know people that have been through shit and if you want to talk to us we are here right it's not like we could get loads of emails and won't be able to reply to them. We're small time, so email us alright and we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you. We will because we like chatting to people so yeah we want to keep this fucking community alive and actually talk to people, so do, please do email us, um, because we're, we're here for you. Anyone, that is. Unless you're a, a really horrible person, then we're not here for you. Fact. Alright? But yeah, thank you for everyone that shared shared stuff. That was really, really cool. And maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll do another one of these in the future, and maybe we'll do one on a different subject. Who knows? But yeah, cheers. <laughs>